You're listening to the Common Descent Podcast. But we digress. Hello, Will. Hey, David. Hello, listeners. We are back for another brief digression. We digress again. We digress again, a step away from our regularly scheduled programming to talk about a bit of news that is so blowing up on the internet that we just had to take the time to discuss it. This time around, we are talking about the news piece, you may have noticed it, about T-Rex skin. Something to do with T-Rex, something to do with skin. Uh... Something about skin. There's a whole lot of headlines bouncing around the internet right now saying, new study shows that T-Rex had scales and not feathers. Yep. Which is a mostly mischaracterization of what is a small and interesting uh, little paper that just came out. Yes. So we're going to talk about this and and sort of s- set the record straight on what this paper says and what it actually means mm-hmm. uh, and why it is cool and why it is not what you might think it is from what you've been seeing on the internet. Yeah, it, it's it's been greatly oversimplified and as is often the case with titles, uh, made to sound as catchy and important as possible. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about what this is. Uh, First of all, a little bit of background on why skin and feathers are an an issue Mm -hmm. that comes up with tyrannosaurs and things like this. Tyrannosaurus, right, T-Rex and its relatives, belong to a family of dinosaurs that belong to a group of families of dinosaurs that are known to have widespread feathers. Mm-hmm. And just like we discussed in the last, in episode 10, when you have a feature shared among a bunch of different lineages, that is all, that, that, that is an ancestral feature. We talked yes. about phyletic bracketing. Um, these, this is a feature that has been inherited from a common ancestor. And highly unlikely that they all convergently evolved the same feature. <laughs> Yes, and indeed, so we we can reasonably infer that Tyrannosaurus ancestors were feathered, and there are early Tyrannosaur relatives, Tyrannosauroids, that were totally feathered. Uh, two of them from China, Eutyrannus and Dilong. But up until now, we have no direct evidence one way or the other for T. Rex, and it's close, you know, T. Rex-like cousins like mm-hmm. Albertosaurus, Gorgosaurus, Tarbosaurus. But the evidence we have tells us that they either would be feathered or would be weird. Yes, that they would stand out for not being feathered. Exactly. So here comes this study, which presents skin impressions mm-hmm. for a, a particular T-Rex specimen and a couple of patches of skin from some other Tyrannosaur, uh, Tyrannosaurids. So in the same family as T-Rex. Which, in and of itself, is awesome. Like anytime cool. dinosaur skin comes up, that is super cool. Yeah, and it's for T-Rex, which is, yeah. you know, T-Rex is, is sort of, there's, there's a whole lot, it's, it's, the, it's the hyposaurus. Yes. But it, it, it's not entirely undeserved. No, it's a it's, cool dinosaur. It's a very cool dinosaur. And so it's, it's cool to have it from not only T-Rex, but also a number of its relatives. So it's it's a neat study that they got to do. It is. So here's what the study is actually about. This is a specimen, this focuses on a specimen of T-Rex from Montana called Y-Rex. 
um, W-Y-R-E-X, which is named, I believe, after the guy who found it. Wirex has been known for a while. This isn't a new discovery. This mm-hmm. has been around for about a decade or so. It preserves these little patches of skin. They've just never been published before. This is the first time that they are officially published. So there are these little patches of scaly skin that come from the tail, the neck, and the pelvic region mm-hmm. of this specimen of Tyrannosaurus rex. All of the patches show this pebbly reptilian skin texture, these scales, mm-hmm. which is very cool. The paper also compares these to some patches from a few other Tyrannosaurids, um, some tail patches from Gorgosaurus, a belly patch from Albertosaurus, and then a couple of mostly not sure where they came from body patches from uh Tarbosaurus in Mongolia and Despletosaurus back in North America. What the authors point out is that all of these patches are very clearly reptile-like scales, mm-hmm. and there does not seem to be evidence of other forms of integument, yeah. right? Bristles, feathers, none of that stuff is is on here. And so the, the classic, you know, if you're picturing right now, but I def- definitely encourage you to go look it up because the Pictures of the skin are cool, but that classic, you know, crocodilian skin of the very, you know, rounded and and different shaped scales all filling in together. Yeah. Is what they were finding. Indeed. And we'll post, we can post this to, we'll post to Facebook and Twitter and and we'll have links for people that, that they can follow. The conclusion that the authors make is that broadly, Based on these patches of skin, it looks like, at the very least, these big tyrannosaurs, so these are all late Cretaceous, large-bodied, big heads, tiny arms, were not fully feathered. Mm -hmm. Which is interesting, because the earlier tyrannosauroids that were feathered, and pretty much all known feathered dinosaurs in this entire corner of the dinosaur family tree, are very feathered. Mm -hmm. Lots of feathers all over the place. So they're basically asking the question, if that's the case, why did that change? What yeah. would what would lead these this particular group, this particular family, to be less feathered than their ancestors and all of their extended family cousins? Yeah. The headlines, of course, are all saying T Rex had scales and not feathers, and it was so much for fluffy T Rex and Jurassic yep. Park was right the whole time. Answers finally given. <laughs> Debate is settled. And there are a few there are a few issues with that. So you know, basic background, as I'm sure many people know, but the whether or not T. Rex is a feather has been a question among scientists since we have yet to find a feathered T. Rex. But signs point to heavily that T. Rex and its close cousins very likely could or should have feathers. Mm-hmm. This, of course, you know, the the discussion there has always rate, you know, gone on and, you know, been kind of just going back and forth on whether or not. And you, artistic re, you know, reconstructions of T-Rex have become more common to see it with feathers. Right. The public side of it has been much more heated because yes. you are now going, this would be the same thing as if you tried to make Godzilla fuzzy. Yes. <laughs> you are taking one of the most iconic TV screen anythings and trying to change how it looks. Yes. People get very attached to yes. their favorite version of 
a particular animal, a particular creature. Which, as a comic book fan, I do not understand at all. I don't get that <laughs> No, mentality. I don't, never I, understood. I can't sympathize. I why would you? No. That no. just changes all the time. Yeah, if it changes just natural, it's, <laughs> you know, the most recent yeah. Joker was wonderful. Um, everybody, everybody loved that Green Lantern movie. <laughs> Fantastic Four was a better choice there. Fantforstic. Fantforstic. But yeah, you're right. So anytime that people start mentioning feathery dinosaurs, you know, that there's bound to, you know, that th- you get these little arguments, especially mm-hmm. on the internet, which is th- arg- arguments favored terrain. Yeah, which is where most of them happen nowadays. But T-Rex especially, because it's got this fame yeah. factor. So the first, th- now, so, so does this study mean that T-Rex didn't have feathers? Uh, no. It does not mean that T-Rex didn't have feathers for a few reasons. Uh, first of all, these patches of skin only come from a couple of places in the mm-hmm. body. Tail, belly, you know, pelvic region. Neck is is a little bit more ambiguous. But most of these places are parts that we know were unfeathered on some other feathered dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. So there are a bunch of feathered dinosaurs known. Uh, Ornithomimus, I believe, is one where most of its body was covered in feathers, but its legs weren't. Yeah, it was very much like an ostrich in the fact that it had bald yep. legs, which is, on a side, that's super cool to me that yeah, they is. match up in their featheredness. But that's another good point that there are plenty of living dinosaurs mm-hmm. that are partially scaled, partially bare skin, partially feathers. Yeah. Um, Coolindodromius is an ornithischian, and it has. Something very much like feathers, whether or not they're feathers precisely is still unknown, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't have them on the tail, has them on the backs strongly. So having patches here and there might tell you where there weren't feathers, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's very difficult to extrapolate to the whole body, especially since most of these patches, in fact, all of these patches of skin on all these tyrannosaurs that they're looking at are at most a few centimeters across. Yes. These are tiny little, you know, quarter-sized patches on animals that were 30, 40 feet long. And that's, because they made the point that most feathered dinosaurs, and especially the ancestors to the Tyrannosaurs, were very feathered, being mostly feathered. But as the point you were just making, that's not to say that there weren't partially feathered dinosaurs, and that those don't exist. So there's, and they do make a comment in the study saying that they, it could very well have feathering along the back that would have just dodged all these pieces. So this is one of those things where this definitely points to that T-Rex was not your typical feathered dinosaur if it had feathers. That yeah. is a you know a, a correct statement, but the titles that have been going out have been <laughs> taking the 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 one hundred percent approach. Yes. Now it's worth pointing out that there has been some criticism, right? So it, so it seems pretty clear to say, okay, well, it didn't have feathers here and here. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say, you know, the other 49 or 39 feet of its body yeah. couldn't have had them. On the one hand, it certainly makes sense to say, all right, we have patches from the tail, the neck, the 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 hips. That's, you know, a fair sampling. Yeah, that's a good spread of the body. 
Um, on the other hand, it has been pointed out that one of the reasons most feathered dinosaurs come from China is because China happens to have the sort of sedimentation, the sort of mm. fossil preservation that gives you feathers. And so some people have wondered if the lack of feathers on these specimens, the tyrannosaurs, isn't because they didn't have them, but because they didn't preserve. Yeah, preservation biased. And I, I believe that there are cases in both modern, like living and extinct dinosaurs where you can have scales and feathers pretty much together. Mm -hmm. Like just because you have scales somewhere doesn't mean you can't also have feathers in the same place. Yeah. Uh, armadillos are kind of like that. They have their scale armor mm -hmm. with fur kind of poking out in yep. between it. They just got they they look like a little balding old man. They just have sparse fur everywhere. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, so, and I don't know a lot of details about what we we would look for to to check for that. Yeah. But it it it's very difficult to prove the absence of something. Exactly, and that's that's a a big factor here. Is you know you can you can you can never completely disprove something's existence because yeah you, you never know what you might be missing and this is one of those where it's definitely another very interesting piece of the feathered dinosaur puzzle mm -hmm. but in no way can we draw a definitive conclusion at this point yes basically what we have is a lot of relative data mm -hmm. from cousins and ancestors that indicates these Tyrannosaurs should be feathered. And now we have a bunch of skin patches. You know, we have, what, I don't know how many in total, but somewhere around a dozen skin yeah. patches that none of them have feathers, which might be telling that these might have been less feathered dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. It's certainly possible that they didn't have any feathers at all. That would just be kind of weird. Yeah. And it makes us wonder if that's the case, even if it's the case that they had fewer feathers, why did they have fewer feathers? Yeah, what was, was special about this group of dinosaurs that led to the selection of them being less, to quote Lisa Buckley on Twitter, these dinosaurs were less enfluffinated <laughs> than their it. cousins and, an and ancestral relatives. I love uh, it. The paper does actually... Put, point out a few suggestions. Yeah, they, they draw some possible uh, connections to that. Uh, they talk about environments, mm -hmm. you know, that, that maybe it was a different environment. Because feathers, one of the big reasons you have feathers is for to stay warm. Mm -hmm. It's not the only reason, but it's yeah, a potential reason. Display being reason. another you know, display, popular purpose. I, I believe you can also use feathers to stay cool. Yes, you know, like emus uh, do. They They have very aerated feathers that keep the the heat away yeah uh this paper actually rules out the environment factor mm -hmm. because they according to them the climate reconstruction data for Uteranus mm -hmm. environment who was super floofy from china and the other the big american tyrannosaurus and tarbosaurus is mongolian are similar mm -hmm. they also suggested that activity levels may have been different yeah which is really uh, interesting that's a and and they pointed out that the tyrannosaurids, T-Rex and all these others do, do appear to have been adapted for running. Yes. That they were more cursorial, right? They were they were running or at least moving a lot. They were walking or and, and moving around yeah, a lot. Longer legs and especially adapted feet that could propel them. 
Yes, they have that um one of their uh, uh metatarsals, I think, is specially formed to withstand that constant impact impact from stepping. I'll have to don't quote me on that, but it's something it's something on the feet. Yeah, no, they they say the arctometatarsalian foot condition. That's the yeah. one. It's if I remember correctly, it's that the bones instead of being just parallel toe yeah. bones, foot bones, they're wedge shaped. Oh right, so that right, they right. kind of lock together. I have actually, yeah. To be more I, I remember hearing something about that and seeing the picture of it being very pointed. Yep. The other explanation, of course, and this is sort of the the common, famous one, yes. is big animals need to stay cool. Mm-hmm. The bigger you are, the more heat you build up. Yeah. Um, and people like that explanation in general because T. Rex is huge. Yeah. It's I think hefty. It, it's easy to forget. But if you compare like the weight estimates for all these different tyrannosaurs, it's like one ton, two tons, maybe three tons, and then T. Rex is six or seven tons. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't a giant animal. Well, and that's that's a thing that's easy to forget in general because when we typically talk about the size of dinosaurs, we usually say lengths because that's yes. the exciting part. You know, it's yeah. not fun to say how much something weighs. It's fun to, yeah, but how many buses can I line up under it? <laughs> is, is what I want to know. But even in modern times, like when you compare the biggest, like crocodilians, once you get yeah. to the truly massive ones, the part of them that's impressive, like, yes, they're long, but they're usually only a couple feet longer than the next one. Yeah. It still waits when there's like, yeah, this one broke a ton. It's because <laughs> they start putting on mass. That's really where you start seeing how big an animal is. <laughs> yep. Now, in this case, they did point out that the weight, the the idea of it just being they're big so they lost their feathers, on the one hand, it seems to make sense because there are feathered dinosaurs known to have coexisted with the Tyrannosaurids. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, Eutyrannus, which was super feathered, yep. the weight estimates and size... Uh, estimates for Eutyrannus overlap a bit with the with some of these Tyrannosaurids, like Albertosaurus, mm-hmm. which based and, and the other thing we should point out is outside of T. Rex in this study, the other four species that they're looking at are known from patches in one part of the body, and in two mm-hmm. of them, that part of the body isn't actually known. <laughs> it is not actually known where it came from. <laughs> yes, it just it definitely came from them. So we're de- we're there's a lot of it- extrapolation going on here from from minimal data. Mm-hmm. So yeah, one of the things that I really liked, because this is something I don't know a whole lot about, but one of the, the biggest, I don't know where this started, but anytime you, at, you talk to people about T-Rex feathers, somebody who doesn't like the idea of fluffy T-Rex brings the, up the, the suggestion that they were feathered mm-hmm. when they were young and mm-hmm. lost their feathers when they got older. And I don't think I've ever seen that in an actual scientific paper. I don't think, I think that was one of those things that was kind of generally suggested because it kind of made sense mm-hmm. of, and it was once again, the first time I heard it was with the size of when you're tiny, you need more insulation. Right. And then as you get bigger, you don't need it. And so they lose their feathers. Right. And it's one of those things that, as we said, makes sense on the surface. Like it, it's very logical. In theory, it makes sense. But, and I'm glad this paper had a, had a lot, just a single line about it where they basically said, this has been suggested, but it would be unprecedented, which yes. is to say, 
there are no examples that these authors know of or that I know of where that happens, where you yeah. start off floofy and grow up into something that is not floofy. Because mm-hmm. um, bird, you know, I think that there people think of baby birds because baby birds tend to be covered in downy feathers. Yeah, they have more, but it you know, more floof. it just the type of feather changes. They don't grow up into bare skinned adult birds. Thank goodness, because bare terrifying. skinned birds are terrifying. <laughs> That'd be horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> this cute little fuzzy baby bird slowly molting into a monster. Like um, Fox. That's a movie for you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so there you go. That's that's basically what this study is. It's it's small. It's a little bit it's a little note. I guess we should point mm-hmm. out real quick who did the study and where it's from. This is in Biology Letters, Royal Society Publishing by Phil mm-hmm. Bell and a whole bunch of other people. Yeah. And so on and so on and so on and so on and so on. So yeah, so this is uh, this is one of those cases of a study that is interesting and neat. Yeah. The authors of the study do make a couple of comments in here where they're kind of treating the tyrannosaurs as though they don't have feathers at all from just mm-hmm. these little points. And then a lot of the headlines have really taken off with that. Yeah. Like overall it's a it's a very interesting study that will you know, further our view of this subject and this not yet understood concept of Tyrannosaurus, but all of the articles saying the typical, the debate has been settled. Yes. You know, we can put down our weapons. We know who is the victor. Those are ridiculous. Uh, we <laughs> we actually, before we, were, we started recording, mentioned our two favorite news titles. Go for it. The first one I, that was just one that says, a dinosaur, a dinosaur researcher's dream. T-Rex skin, and that's from Radio Canada International. That's, that's fantastic. Exactly what the highlight of this should be. Yes. When you look at these pictures, it's awesome. Like that's T-Rex skin. Yeah, it's super cool looking. You can like once again, anytime that we can f- more fully visualize these animals, it is always super exciting. The one that I saw that. That was, I think it was the first one that I actually saw was a headline mm-hmm. that said, "This is what T Rex would have felt like." Is like yep. you, you, I just want to reach out and touch it. Yep, and that's yeah, that's the whole point. Is that yes, this is a cool subject, and yes, it is touching on and expanding upon the, you know, semi debate of whether or not there were feathers, which is more of just a ongoing investigation than bait. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing is the fact that we have T-Rex skin that we can learn about. Yes. That's the exciting part. Indeed. This will certainly factor into more discussions about feathers. Mm-hmm. And then just because I'm sure people are wondering, the answer to that question is we need more fossils. Yes. We need a T-Rex mummy. Mm-hmm. Like like uh, Leonardo the Hadrosaur. Yes. We need a T-Rex with beautiful skin impressions. Yeah. So. So it's... As usual, we don't we just don't have the full picture yet, or the full skin. Oh, but we'll get there, hopefully. Yeah, one can only hope. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, we will post some links uh, up on the old interwebs. We'll see if we can get some up of the on that pictures there. out there, and if not, because there are copyright issues. But we'll definitely uh, point the direction to some of the really cool uh, articles and visualizations of this stuff. Yeah. 
that's it. We have digressed once again. Thank you all for joining us. Completely, completely out of character for us. Completely a a tangent mm -hmm. from us. I don't even know know what that word means. They say as the outro music begins to play. To drown them out slowly. The outro music (laughs) is our version of the cane that comes out and pulls the people off stage. It's like at the Oscars. (laughs) All right. It's like when they just start closing the curtains. To play us out. All right, that's it. We'll see everybody next time. (laughs) See you guys. (laughs) 